Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast! Did you mean to do that? No, not at all. I've just realised if you don't click it, it repeats. Oh, that must be a new feature. Uh, Season season, uh, 8, episode 13, just before. Sorry to interrupt. Correct. My name is George, and that's Sean. Hello, Sean. Hello. Uh, we're here with John. Hello, John. Hello. And we're here with Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. Good evening, George. Where are you? I'm in my kitchen. Oh. Too cold for your shed. No, I was working, wasn't it? I had to quickly eat my dinner. And then it was... Uh, you lot would moan if I was late. So rather use than... lot. Use lot will moan. Yeah. Not use, use lot. Use yeah. lot. Sorry. Use lot will moan. If, well, you moan <laughs> if I'm late anyway. But I thought, oh, I ain't dragging it out. So I'm going to get out there. Sort the internet out. blah de blah de blah Just do it in my kitchen. And you were late. Fair enough. Oh, <laughs> Try not to swear today. Go on. Let's see how far I can go. Not very far. I don't well, think. I didn't swear there, did I? No, but I don't reckon you got long in you. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we played football the weekend after an international break. Uh, some some success from England into the finals of the UEFA Nations League. Uh, we're all looking forward to the the UEFA Nations League final in finals in Portugal next year. Everyone, who's playing that? Who's in that? Uh, it's England, France, Switzerland, and Spain, Netherlands. That was it. Netherlands. Not it, Cup though. Is Switzerland. It? Yeah. I've got no interest in it. If I'm honest with you, Noddy Cup. No, but we're not going to win the trophy. That's, that's unbelievable, trophy, Sean. unbelievable. It's Noddy. I don't. I don't. Do you know what? I said this to someone else. I can't remember. It's Noddy. It's Noddy. I watch the World Cup. I watch the UEFA Cup. I don't watch these Noddy made-up, friendly. Then you watch the European Championships in. Huh? What's the UEFA Cup, Sean? Oh, you know European champ Euros, Euros. All right. But I I thought it was good to be fair. uh, I thought I haven't watched any of it. I thought it's done. I thought it's been a good thing. It's taken away all these meaningless friendlies. I mean, ten minutes ago, England were getting relegated. Yeah, and now we're in final, and Germany got relegated. Got got to start somewhere, isn't it? No interest in a Spursy England. England. Oh yeah, you you did have a lot of interest in the summer. Spursy. Not a lot of interest from England in the first couple of World Cup tournaments. So you know, these things need to start. I can't believe it, John. All through the World Cup, you were moaning about England and Spurs and everything. 
And and every time I was trying to big England up being in the semi-final, you're slagging them off, right? And funny enough, Schlagging. we do a little bit in this whatever Noddy Cup it's called. I can't remember its name again. Noddy. Suddenly you're behind and I'm going, it's a load of rubbish. You just go the complete opposite to me. Is it, or is it me that goes the complete opposite to you? I don't know. Uh, I, I wasn't slagging England off in the summer. I was impressed you with were. everyone, as everyone was. I was yeah. disappointed that he stuck with certain Spursy plays, Spurs players, and in the end, it was a Spursy performance. Yeah, but you know, I was pleased with what getting to the semi-final. We had a really good time. We enjoyed it. So I continue that spirit through to this tournament. That's all. Well, there you go. We had a winning spirit at the weekend with uh, England, and then the following weekend. Back to reality, uh, a good game against Manchester City to bring us back down to earth. Yeah, Sean, what did you think of the game? You didn't, you didn't make it. What um, was the well, it was. It, view? it was a game of two halves, and um, you know there was there was four goals in it, and um, you know West Ham put up a spirited performance, but it was only going to go one way. Um, and I thought uh, Man City deserved to win, uh, but they were lucky. And yeah, that's all I've really got to say about it. What about the chances we had? Antonio, when he hit the bar, what do you think? Oh, yeah, that was that was magical. Um, I, I <laughs> thought we should have scored. Yeah. You didn't watch it, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't watch it. No, I didn't watch it. In fact, I still have. I'm not seeing a single goal. I haven't seen any highlights whatsoever. So no, I, I'm afraid. I, I I tried to blag it, but no. Yeah, I, I got you because he hit the post, not the bar. <laughs> oh, oh, trick question. So I can't. I'm sorry, I can't add. I should have said that up front. I didn't watch it. It was a girlfriend's birthday. I went to see Napoleon the Thirds. Uh, where he was buried in Farnborough, and I went to Windsor Castle on Sunday. So, apologies, I was having a football free weekend. You've had a lot of those, well, this season, didn't you? Oh, we, uh, we, we all went, didn't we? And yeah, we, did. had yeah. a good, we had a good day. We had a few beers for your birthday, Nigel. Happy birthday for last week. We did, thank you. Yeah, appreciated the beer you bought me after the game, Eight. and uh, we had a few beers beforehand. Bye, though. Caught up with Tara. Next year. Big five. <laughs> Let me enjoy being 49 first. Uh, well, on the pitch, were we terrible or a City just a level above? What do we think? I think City are two levels above. Mm. Um, it, uh, listen, <laughs> I it, I was surprised in, in the Twitter reaction that I, that I managed to squint my eyes out on Saturday night before falling asleep. The, the amount of people slagging off, like the players and the performance, I don't know what they expected. City are possibly the finest footballing Premier League team that that we've ever seen. They, you know, and it's been an expensive journey for Man City to get there, to get the manager, to get the players and everything else. They're going to do that to teams like us. We are that far behind. So quite... Keeping it down to four, it looked bad, didn't it? What was it? Three nil after half hour. Yeah, game over though, wasn't mm. it? I mean, it was yeah, arguably you know, game but... over before it started. But 
it's one of them games where you sort of, when you're a bit, well, we're old anyway, but you know when you're young, George, like you. Yeah, I was going to say, speak for yourself. When your grandkids turn up, you can say, well, I see, you know, David Silva play for Man City. I see, you know, Gabriel Jesus come on and could be a big star. You know, you see somebody's, you know, I'm lucky enough to say I see George Best play. So that that's what you use them games like that. Perhaps West Ham could have put out the headline, come see City Superstars, they might have sold a few more tickets. They can't rehash marketing from previous games. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, yeah, like you said, it was pretty much game over from uh, from the first half an hour. They kind of blew us away, scored, took their chances. They could have probably had one or two more. Um, but I thought second half, we came out and we gave it a good go and held them for, for the whole of the second half, really, didn't we? And we had a few chances like Antonio hitting the post, not the bar. And could have if we had scored, who'd have known what would happen? But it was almost we, we were lost four. <laughs> That's what would have happened. We'd have lost four one, George. No, you never know. You never know. Rubbish. It was Rubbish. A funny game. Rubbish. A funny old game. Uh John, what were your thoughts? Did you have any any positivity about West Ham or was it just in um, awe of City superstars? I mean, they were they were very good. They never seemed bothered. They always had space and time. Um, they saw our weakness early on down the sort of Masuaku. He was clearly not on his game. He's clearly, I mean, we all said it, we said it before. We'll say it again. He's not a defender. He's more of an attacking player. Uh, in the first half, they really exploited that side of the pitch. Um, they were just, yeah, much better than us. We we did have two or three chances. We had a scrambled opportunity in front of us, which we all claimed for handball, but it wasn't. Um, yeah, if we'd have finished better, we might have scored one or two, and it would have been a slightly different game. But I do get the feeling that after the first half and the second half, they sort of had it won and they took their foot off the gas a bit. Mm. And we kind of got away with it, I think. Who played in front of Masuaku? Was it Anderson? Yeah. Well, yeah, was. Mm. But you know, it wasn't how... You know, and when we, you saw the line-up before and they had Anderson in the middle behind Anatovic, but yeah, he was. Yeah, I, I think that was the problem. Masuaku had no cover. I mean, we we were saying this again on Saturday. You know, that it always looks better if if he's playing with Creswell behind him. You know, he should push him up. But you know, how do they set up then? Where does that leave Anderson? They bring him into the middle on the bench. <laughs> Forty million on the bench. Can yeah. I give you a stat attack? Well, you might as well bring something to the table, Sean. Um, it w- would it surprise you that both teams had nine shots on, uh, sorry, nine shots, not on target, nine shots each apiece in the whole game. Might surprise you. It did surprise me because I've only just read it. Uh, West Ham had 31% possession at home at the London Stadium, while Man City enjoyed 69, obviously, uh, percent possession. Uh, They had six shots on target, and it wouldn't surprise you to know West Ham had a lonely one shot on target, and there maybe is the answer. Although, here's a one more interesting stat. West Ham, and you know, because you were there, stat attack. 
Uh, West Ham had eight corners. Man City had only had one. Yeah, we're all over them, really, weren't we? And and, and he, he too was taking the corners, and these corners were far better. This, this yeah, guy he did put in a few good corners. Yeah. Who, who was your man of the match, boys? Who, who from a West Ham point of view? Silver. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I couldn't pick, pick a man in the match out of that from our point of view. Rice, maybe. You know, he he, he did a really good recovering tackle right in front of us, didn't he? Yeah. He sort of gave the ball and got back on him. Possibly Rice. To be fair, we could have done with him having a bad game. Because yeah. when he plays like that against Man City, I'd, I'd, for the life of me now, I can't see him with us next season. Really? Him? Yeah. I just, I'd, the, the, the boy has, has progressed so much now. So much. It's it's almost like we're allowed him back in in his career. He, he's he's another Rio, isn't he? he? He's got to go away and win things because he ain't going to do it with us. Let's be honest, he ain't going to do it with us. So you know, at best ways, we'll get another year or two. But I can't see him being with us because I just think he's that good. He could he could literally play for Man City and fit in. He could. Yeah, and and I'll tell you who else is getting better every time is Diop. Yeah. And, he, he, you know, he, he's another one we've struggled to keep hold of in the summer with the way things are going. By the, by the way, um, Clarence and Hugh Pohl of, like, several hundred people filling in ratings agree with you, giving uh, Declan Rice a 6.95 ahead of quite a lot of the other players. Uh, Arthur Masuaku got a 2.73. There you go. Well, Arthur Masuaku, now you mention him. Yeah, good link. Uh, he obviously had a disappointing first half against Manchester City. And uh, he posted something on social media, didn't he? Well, I don't really know the details of what he posted and what the repercussions have been. So, Sean, I'm sure yeah. you do. So, yeah, so Ricky P, 1969. So he must be 49. He must be like you. Were you born in 1969, Nigel? I was. Just. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he he wrote to Masuaku, um, like tagging him in on Twitter, saying, "Use this left back." And Mikel Antonio, do you know where the goal is? So you know, not the worst one I've ever seen. Masuaku wrote back to him and said, "Your life is useless, imbecile. Everyone knows my real imbecile. position." Huh? Imbecile. Imbecile. Did I say imbecile? Um. So two things I get from that. Number one, not sure it's always good to to sh- to fight back against a fan, no matter how misguided they are. Two, uh, and use that word. Uh, two, he sort of seems to have a little popper, maybe Pellegrini, saying everyone knows my real position, like, and you don't play me in it. But wasn't he bought as a left back? Well, that's what we were sold, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. In terms of the fans, I don't know what. I don't know who signed him. Was it Bilic? I assume it was. I don't, it wasn't. It wasn't uh, David Moyes, was it? No, so he, yeah, I remember him being bought in as a left back. I don't. I didn't know anything about him before he came, though. To be fair, so I'm not really sure of, of his past. Um, is he right? I mean, is it right that they should have right to reply and shout back at fans, or should he just remain stum? I think the fans like a man? should remain stum. I think he's got to look at himself. 
I'm not a lover of this on Twitter where you, if you want to have a moan about a player, have a moan by all means, but to tag him in to sort of dig him out and then get all uppity when the geezer has a go back. I mean, well, he's been suspended. Ricky P, nineteen sixty nine, has now been his account has been suspended. Well, I can't see why he's been suspended unless he's got a bit verbal after that. I don't know, but I, I see it. People, you know, being all indignant about the reply. I didn't think it was that bad a reply. Ricky could be an imbecile. We don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Matthew Art was French, so his translation, the sentence, you know, your life a lose or whatever it is, you know, you can see he, he, he sort of, he perhaps he Google translated some French, like, you know, <laughs> uh, swear word, and it came up with that as a translation, and he copied and pasted it into his phone. I don't know. I, you know, what is an imbecile? What is the correct definition of an imbecile? Hold up. Let me look it up on the phone. Let me see what it says. George will know without it looking up. Oh, hold up. It says, see Sean Whetstone. Oh. 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 Uh, see, oh. I, I, see, Nigel, I thought it. But oh. I, I've known him longer. Do you know what? Imbecile, noun, a stupid person. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, not far off. Yeah, there you go, nailed it. Um, you know, why do people do it? I don't know. Why do people it's not like they own the club? Is it? Did he really take offence? Did the bloke really take offence? And did he cause enough grief for it to get suspended? I didn't follow it any further than when I sent it to you. So, don't know. Oh yeah, well you you gave me that story. Thanks, John. Yeah. Well, you needed something because you you'd gone down with the old. French family, ain't you, and whatever. Yeah, down. You, I, I, you were off I, the grid. I was never, off the grid, yeah. Never known it. Did my whole I know. Life. Yeah, right. giving you comments you never really want. The, the, the power of love is what I call that. I'm more curious who Napoleon III was. Napoleon III was the last French emperor. He uh, <laughs> was president... <laughs> From 1852 to, I think, 1856, at which point he decided, because he was only allowed to serve one term, he decided to create a new empire from the Republic and called himself emperor. For the next 18 years, he, he reigned. And then he went off to write, fight a war with Prussia, which he sort of lost, and he got taken prisoner. And they exiled him, and he went to Britain. And he became friends with Queen Victoria, who gave him a house. And then he died. Then he sent his only f- son out, to fight the Zulus in South Africa and he got killed with 18 spears in his chest and then he was buried in Farnborough both of them buried in Farnborough the last emperor the French government all yeah, want them right. back hold up hold up was Napoleon Bonaparte then? he was Napoleon II I think or Napoleon I that was his uncle no Napoleon Bonaparte was 1812 wasn't it? the old yeah like, yeah it was his uncle Tchaikovsky and all that yeah Napoleon Bonaparte was his uncle this is Napoleon the Third. Oh, I thought when we done him, we beat him at Waterloo. That was the end of them. They they carry on then. Oh, the 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 uh, Napoleon family, Bonaparte family, did. Yeah, they came back again. Oh, and the last one in history. But it's not a history podcast, and certainly not oh, a French oh, history podcast. You know how to have a cracking weekend, mate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I went to Windsor Castle on Sunday. Oh, oh here we go. Living the dream. Another foreign family over here. Yeah. Dear, oh dear. 
So just quickly on Masawaku, Sean. Obviously, yeah. whatever his, Ricky, whatever his name is, he's had his account suspended on Instagram yeah. or whatever it was. Is yeah. there going to be any so. repercussions of, from Masawaku from the no, club? No, I did. I did. I did English. talk to the club today and asked them whether they wanted to comment, and uh, they said no. <laughs> I said anything to add. I said, I, 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 you know, and they said no. <laughs> no, we don't want to talk about it. You know, it stands yeah. for itself. You know, so. maybe it's best dealt with internally, eh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good sign. Makes a change, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah, there has change. been a bit of a change in the media department, and uh, there's a new person on on um, that's joined called Simon. So, uh, but we've got the first supporters board this Thursday, so it will be interested to see the SAB, the no, the West Ham United supporters board, the new West Ham United supporters board. Oh, which right. I may or may not be on. What does that mean? I think you just well, gave it that you were on it because you said we... We know we you're have... on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it hasn't been released yet, so I can't tell anyone. So if you're listening, don't say anything until it's announced. Yeah, well, you said well, you we weren't on it, but you were on it as Claret and you. Yeah, that's correct. Oh, there you go. There you go. We've already said that. No, I haven't, have I? Yes. Well, to you, but not to our listeners, our eight listeners. I think you have. <laughs> okay. When have I announced in the others? Uh, it's waiting for approval. So tomorrow, maybe. Waiting for approval. What is to you wait? You know for? how it works before things go out. It's waiting for approval. So who's dear, who's dear. been in charge of all this Reese Oxford stuff that's been coming out? Then have you seen all that? What will you ask me a question about Reese Oxford, and I'll tell no lies. Well, he's been in the media saying that uh, he's, Pellegrini has told him that he's not going to be in the team because of his attitude. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's never... Pellegrini doesn't fancy him do. one little bit. Yeah, well, Pellegrini has made it absolutely clear he's, there's no place for him in the team. Uh, they would like an offer. No offers come in. This German fabricated was an agent story. No German team wants him. Uh they would snap anyone's hands off if, if they came in to buy him, but no one's making an offer. Um, and just while we're on it, you know, also a fabricated story about Turkey, you know, wanting Hernandez and coming on loan and the Turkish Belitikas um, president flying over. Belitikas. 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 What what language is it? What <laughs> you've lost me completely. That Turkish side that uh, Bilic used to manage. Besiktas. Besiktas. Ah, that's the one. Come on, Sean. Look, here we go. B. Yeah. Belly. B. Shik. Tass. B. Shik. Belly. What? You imbecile. Yeah. Imbecile. <laughs> anyway, uh, the truth be known, no one's in for any of our players at the moment, including Marco Anatovic, who's got his own problems. And got, you know, yeah. Walked um, off the pitch, mate, with five yeah, minutes to go. Yeah. Was he injured? No, he wasn't. Oh, so he was just fed up then. Move on. No, come on, actually. No, we won't move what? on. Now He's I've not seen. injured. He's not injured. So when he walks off the pitch, right, with five minutes. I didn't watch go. the game. Didn't watch the game. Well, why say oh, come on, on then? So now you come know on, something, right? And now no, you're not saying... No, we do not. It just... Oh, come on. Come don't. on, Sean. Come on. There's look, only eight look, of them. Look, sometimes there's a moral dilemma, right? I don't mind... I've never stopped you before. You've got no well, morals. Come on. I don't... I, I won't... 
I don't mind throwing uh, Masawaku under the bus. I ain't throwing Marko Nautovic under the bus. And I, I don't want to stir any more trouble than there is already out there. So I think I'm going to plead the Fifth Amendment and say, make of it what you will. So for the record, okay. tell us off, he wasn't injured. For the record, he's not injured. He has an ongoing injury, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he's he has an ongoing injury. For the record, he's not injured for the next game. That's all I will say. Mm. Okay. So, you talked about teams interested in our players. Yeah. Are we interested in anyone in particular? <sighs> Would you know what? I was having a conversation that... It, it seems quieter in, in the world of West Ham news. And I was talking to other journalists, etc. It seems quite quieter at the moment. And and part of it is we haven't been listed to an, a lot of names. And the names we have been listed to are quite uninspiring. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Which is quite unusual for this time of year, you know, as we approach December. Is there a reason? So, for, for the people who, well, I don't know. I think there is. Um, <laughs> um, What's your well, reason for you, it, Nigel? Go on, Nigel. I know what you're going to say. Well, the piggy bank's empty, mate. They, they, yeah, I knew you were going to say. They've yeah. took all the money the club owned. They've gone down the back of the <laughs> sofa and pulled out all the furry pan coins that have been there for three years tumped all them. They've gone down to the old copper jar, tipped all that out, shot their bolt in in um, the summer and now the piggy bank is empty. So there isn't money to buy players unless they can move players out. Now, if, as Sean says, no one's interested in our players, leaves us in a bit of dilemma. Although... Good link. I did do a Clarence and Hugh poll this morning because I had nothing else to write of which players you'd like to go in January. Who do you think led the poll? Masuaku. Close. Carroll. Reese Oxford on 21%. Oh. Masuaku on 20%. Followed by Hernandez, which I'm surprised of, 15%. Followed by Mikel Antonio. Followed by Andy Carroll. And then Obana. Would you want to see any of those go? Um, Reese Oxford can go. He's you know he's clearly not going to be part of the team. Um, Masuaku, I wouldn't really mind seeing going. Um, I wouldn't really want to see any of the others go. I think keep Carroll to the end of his contract now. Yeah, 
keep him fit until his contract runs out. He's got to give us some game time, hasn't he? Ogbonna, Antonio? Um, Ogbonna was our best defender last year. Yeah, and he's a decent backup, isn't he? I know he didn't have a cover himself in glory in that game that he came on against. Oh, it was Leicester, wasn't it? Was it Leicester? Um, Antonio, I don't know what's happened to him. Mm. I mean, it was only... He got he had an injury last year, didn't he? And but before he was injured, you know, he was in the England squad and one of our best players. So, who was it who told me that he actually built up too much muscle? Was it one of you that no. said he's uh, built up too muscle? I, and I don't think I said that. He's got too much muscle for a footballer, and actually, that's causing him problems now. It wasn't me. Hmm. Well, it was someone. Oh, cool story, bro. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe it was uh, Harry. We we should have done a bit in the jungle, like t- Tales from the Jungle in, in a segment this week, but maybe not. What, like Canning Town Len? Yeah, yeah. We should have played one of Canning Town Len's um, clips. Why don't you go, let's see what Harry's got to say. You see, now, I've just said it, now you can cut that, edit it, slot it in, and no one will know. Terrific. Terrific, terrific. Um, is, is there any... Before, on this small segment, is there anyone else you would say that isn't in the list I just gave that you think we could we could oh, sell no, from you, Bob? Really? Yeah. 0.7% of like 4,000 people. And, and by the way, that's just 28 people said sell an out of it in January. Hmm. Why do you say that? Speculate or accumulate. The, man's at the, the man is probably, if you think you get more money <clears> in January than you do in the summer, he's uh, Probably at the peak of his selling ability, we keep him any longer. His value's going to drop. Um, I think you're saying that because you've got privileged information. No, there's, there's a few, there's a few clubs that may be sniffing around. Plus, he will raise more money. The, the, the problem you got is when we, we seem to only win when he's at his best. Now he hasn't been at his best recently, and we haven't won. Yeah, anyway. been his best this season. Well, he's had a few good games and we've won a couple of games. It's a gamble. Do we hope that it's this... He seemed to have a bit of a problem with his hip or his knee. This Man City game, he did his usual walking about, throwing his arms about, and then he walked off. You know, if there's a problem there, you know, what's going to happen if we keep him in two years' time? We'll be lucky to get five, ten million for him. We are, you know, at the end of the day, West Ham is a selling club, like it or not. If we've got a really good player and a top club wants to offer proper money, you've got to take the money and hope. Do they really? Do they really want him? Does anyone really want him? Mm. That's a proper question, Sean. Is there someone out there? Mourinho had him in Milan. So yeah, I, I think there will be some people, but whether he would, whether they're prepared to pay the kind of money we're valuing, I, I just, I, I, I fail to believe anyone would offer fifty million. I reckon we'd take thirty-five. I think people would try and put a cheeky bid in and offer twenty or something. Yeah, no, no. they wouldn't sell him for twenty, would they? Surely, I would hope not. But, but then they still line up, up it, to replace him. That's the thing. Nope. Yeah, the goals. No one. He's our only source of goals, really. So yeah, you know. I don't know. Balbuena. <laughs> uh, uh, should we move on to it? 
Facebook Twitter question time? Can I ask one last question? Oh, yeah, go on then. Because uh, the news came out that we've settled our differences with the London Stadium landlords, E20. We settled out a court, paying our own legal costs and paying them more money to get 3,000 seats. Nigel, good idea? Bad idea? <laughs> What's your thoughts on it? I've, I've been waiting to ask you this question. Yeah. <coughs> well, actually, listen, it seems a bit mad. Obviously, the, the reason West Ham are doing it is to, they've got people willing to buy tickets off of them and they want to sell it. Now, they know they've got people willing to buy tickets because when the game's sold out, they open Ticket Trader and season ticket holders pile in and flog their tickets back to West Ham and West Ham then sell on. What West Ham have now got is 3,000 tickets that they don't need to pay the season ticket holder for. They keep all of the money. And these will be match day tickets, not season tickets. They'll be used for match day sales to maximise the profit. No, they're not. What they're going to say? They've come out. They've come out and said they're selling them three three thousand extra tickets. They've come out on the three thousand extra season tickets. Yeah. Well, that's what they come out and said. Yeah. Where did they say that? In? Oh, I don't read on the website. Oh, was it? Who reads the website? I don't even. I tell you one thing though. Um, as I was visiting Napoleon the Third, I put my ticket up uh, on Ticket Trader. <clears throat> Something like a week before when it sold out. And I also put Huey's and his... Huey couldn't make it. And his one up in the gods. And guess what? They didn't sell. They didn't sell? No. So that tells you something. Well, that game went on general sell weeks ago. Did it? That City game, yeah. It was up. We went... What was the last game we were there? Burnley game? Yeah. There was a thing up City on the on the screen. General sale. I just think City, not a lot of people were, you know, wanting to pay 60 quid to watch West Ham get beat. And, I, and it was a Category A game. I so, four goals, don't we? They always do us by four. Yeah, so my, my kids' tickets sold, but, you know, they're right at the front. But my ticket and Huey's ticket and the one next to him didn't sell at all. But I, I assume there was no one's... I find that strange they're going to sell them the season ticket holders because... What they're going to be left with is a situation, again, where a certain percentage are not going to be going every game. So there's going to be... Yeah, it's going to get worse, isn't it? Yeah. The, the thing is... It wasn't full up on Saturday, was it? No, there was... It was there was quite a few seats. There was a hell of a lot of seats, about 75, 80 minutes. I mean, we actually stayed to the end. Did you really stay to the end? Yeah, yeah. We, had a, yeah we, we had a beer in the ground after, so... We had a birthday... Drink with Nigel at the end. Well, was Nigel a bit, a bit squiffy? <laughs> he was a bit squiffy, but he was very good at negotiating a pint yeah, of beer. Yeah, negotiating skills. <laughs> very strong. Yeah. Did you negotiate? You got a discount in the ground? Um, well, I'd, I'd tell I'd see George Murph, actually, because I think it was his idea, wasn't it? Um, well, see, he'd already had a, gone up and had a chat sort of done a bit him. of legwork and then I went in uh, like the like the managing deal. sales director and killed the deal um, basically what we spotted was oh, he didn't what, give up yeah he I didn't give up well that's the art of the deal mate to be fair <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically obviously West Ham now pre-poured a lager uh, unfortunately after the game for West Ham, they felt to incorporate the fact that most of the people had left the stadium 
with 10 minutes to go, let alone after the game. Oh. So when we'd been there about half hour, and I looked over and I counted the beers, and there was about 25 on the counter. And when you had a look, there weren't a lot of people standing around having a drink. So rather than throw them away, I made the, the, the bloke an offer of £10 for five lagers. And what did he say? He, he turned it down. He said he wouldn't do it. He couldn't do it. I said, well, ask your manager. Then the bloke next to me went, I'm the manager. And he can't do the deal. I told the geezer, look, ignore your manager. Just look at me. Look at me. Ignore him. He's not there. He's £10 deal. We'll take them because you're only going to pour them away. That's what you're going to do. You're going to throw them away. Karen Brady, I actually did say, Karen Brady would be proud of you. You take ten pound for something you're going to. Yeah, throw no, away. she would be. I'll tell her. And on the bloke would nab it. I'm going to tell her. The bloke's Thursday. You'll be. A, you'll make a great apprentice. And then what I did was I said, "Look, mate." He said, "I can't do it." So I do it with you. I do it with everyone. And I looked round and went, "Mate, there's no one else here." <laughs> so I said, "Look, I'll meet you halfway, and I've got another two pound out of my pocket." I said, I'll go £12 for five lagers. And he went, go on then, do the deal. Oh, there you well, go. Well, the manager, than the did the manager club. approve it or it was a... No, the manager approved it. Oh. The manager went to the kid, do the deal. He took me 12 quid and we got five lagers. There they go. I forgot John's bovril though. <laughs> John was drinking bovril. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you drinking bovril, John? I was a bit under the weather that day, Sean. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's all right. You wouldn't know. <laughs> At least it turned up, though. All right, I still, you wouldn't know, Sean. You don't go to football, do you? I'm coming to the Palace game. Oh, that's nice. What's that? Anyway, sorry, I interrupted the Facebook. What about the Cardiff game before that? I'm sure I'm going to that as well. I just yeah. didn't know oh. what the next game was. because It's time play. for this. Yeah. It's Facebook Twitter question time. Nice. And on our Facebook page, approximately four minutes before we started recording, I posted podcasting in four minutes. Get your thoughts, questions, or comments in quick. Uh, first up, we had Simon Pope. He said, evening, gentlemen. We all knew how Saturday was going to pan out. We move on. The next three games are the ones we need to worry about. I think we will lose to Newcastle, but six points from the big, the two after big Andy Carroll getting on the score sheet in both games. Keep up the good work. Let's hope so, Simon. Let's hope we get a result at Newcastle as well. Bless you, Simon. Histori- <laughs> his- <laughs> Historically, we don't, do we? No, we don't. But you couldn't see I was making the sign on the cross there. You should start Andy Carroll. That would be funny. Robert Jesse, who can we bring in? Fair enough, Man City are good, but surely 2-0 down in 20 minutes is shocking. No, they are really good though, aren't they? So we've got Nazri, haven't we? He's, he's yeah. warming up in the, in the sidelines. Sammy Nazri, Nazri, Sammy Nazri. Douglas Woodhurst said, not a great performance against City, but City, but probably what a lot of us expected have to say that the crowd was flat, but laying in a goal against the runner play after 10 and then turning off at the back for the next two kind of says it all. And not surprising to see them streaming out in 75 minutes. We didn't. I also saw a lot leaving at half-time. Wonder what they expected. Arthur was poor and deserved to be pulled off. But other subs were wrong. I think taking off both wingers who were playing okay was a bad move. 
And if Christmas Carol is fit enough to be on the bench, why not give him 15 at the end? I agree, actually. It was a bit of a free hit for him, wasn't it, really? Bring on Andy Carroll. Give him 10 minutes. Why not? I didn't watch the game. Did he not play? No. No. Was he, he was on the bench, though, yeah? Yeah, he warmed up. Was um, Jack Wilshire on the bench? No. No. Oh, okay. Gary Prince said, rather than wasting time reading the top 10 of the Super 6, can you just read out the top 9? <laughs> 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 Nathan Wagard says, good evening from Australia, gents. Good day. Good, good, good evening, mate. Cobba. I wonder if he's down under with Harry. Harry. A question for this week's show. How does Pell get consistency across the team? Why is it we can turn in performances like we did against Burnley one week and then dish up the bot rot we did against Huddersfield? Bot rot? Bot rot? I think it's attitude. Mate. I think that's. I think it's... It's ideas, West Ham way. It's ideas above our station. I think it's a manager. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, Lewis Aaron Trout. You know, Sean, you ain't seen him play. Lewis Aaron Trout says, load of B star, 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 star. I'm not going to say that. No swearing on tonight's podcast. I am sick of fans thinking it's okay to roll over and it's just acceptable because it's Man City. No passion and no willingness to win. Sick of rolling out the red carpet to City season after season. I'm sorry, but it's not acceptable. What's he going to do about it? What are you going to do about it, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, what are you going to do about it? There's nothing you can do about it. That's what it is. It's the way we always have been. Quicker people realise this, they'll stop moaning about it. Nick Harvey says, predictable performance and predictable result versus City. The shopping list for January grows even longer. <laughs> Need three points from Newcastle. And does anyone care that we have another 3,000 empty seats? No. Uh, that's it for Facebook. I don't know if we've got any on Twitter. Has anyone had a look? Two. Go on, Em. Mark Holland. Do you think Arnie will do a payette? Sean, what do you reckon? Uh, I think the whole situation is <laughs> more complicated than people realise. Oh, Sean. Stop being such a tease. I'm just saying. If I was a betting man, I'd say it was possible. You are a betting man. Oh, yeah. So it is possible. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the next comment, please, Nigel? Uh, Ian Gravitt, who's got a very fine picture of <laughs> Father Jack saying, Arse, uh, do you think Anderson should be moved into midfield? Masuaku into left wing and Creswell at left back. Yes. I think give it mm. a go. I thought Anderson played midfield anyway. He, he Didn't he play um, number 10 in one of the games? Do that and play yeah. Hernandez up front and put Arnie on his ass on the bench. Ooh. Ooh. John, it's a lot more complicated than you think. Oh, that's all right. A lot more. Yeah, I wish I was privileged. The, the, the thing is, right, we've spent £100 million here, yeah, and the best players at the weekend were players that we didn't buy. Which was Arnautovic, did okay. Antonio played really well. And Declan Rice. I thought, what's his name? Had a decent game. Dean Garner. 
Well, we didn't buy him, did we? Yeah. No, just so it makes you wonder, really. You know, them. You know, there's trouble on the horizon f- for me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it for Facebook Twitter question time. 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 Uh, it's time for Fantasy League slash Super Six update, Nigel. This is your time to shine. I don't have the music, uh, so I'm afraid you're just going to have to get through it fairly quickly because uh, Gary Prince only wants the top nine. He only wants the top nine. I didn't do it again. You yeah, did. Once. You scored eight points, didn't you? Oh, no, you didn't. No, no, this good. weekend, I didn't. No, you're right. You didn't when we were anything. talking about it in the bar after that, I realised I hadn't done it. Okay. Well, in, to be honest, John, you're not in contention now anymore. Oh, thanks. Well, that ship, you know, there's always I reckon, time. I reckon you should get disqualified because you don't come to the games. Well, Super 6 is about other games and not about West Ham. Yeah, it's about on putting it. 1-0 for every game result. I don't <laughs> do that. Stop trying to say I do that. You go on about other journalists shouldn't have the privilege because they don't actually go to the games. Yeah. I feel a little bit of hypocritical mm. slander. By the way, George that. outscored us all. He scored 11 points with one correct. Boom. He put 5-1 for uh, West Ham. Nearly. Close. I also bet on 7-0. Oof. <laughs> anyway, Nigel. You ready? Yeah. Right. 20th, Alan Austin. Nineteenth is me, and that's why we started at twenty. One seven seven. Now skip to ten. Greg English one eighty. Sean Whetstone one eighty. So I'm catching yes! up. Johnny Wilkinson, you know, really? I wonder, isn't it? Yeah, Johnny Wilkinson says here. Johnny Wilkinson's one eight one. So uh, thanks, Johnny. Is he not a sir? Is he sir Johnny Wilkinson? I think he is, isn't he? I don't know. Uh, Dan Patnell, 183 in 15. Merion, Super Merion, uh, the Welsh Wizard, 183. Paul Marks, 184. Mark White, 188. Jeffrey Smith, 189. 10th, it's the old uh, Pontif himself, Simon Pope, 190. Gary Prince, 191 <laughs> and 9. That's why Gary oh, said do the top go. That's nine. Why I wanted it. Yeah, dear, oh dear, sussed you out. Phil Walker, 192. Uh, Super Timmy Sharman, Luke's dad, 194. <laughs> Six is Lee Davis, 199. Dave Stringer, 201. I know Dave this Stringer. Is well this is Fourth well boring. This is well boring. Is Ryan Smith, 204. Third, top three, Paul Disley, long-time leader. Now not, 208. Adenon Darlington, long way from home, 209. And Ben White, 210. The winner... This week was Dave Stringer with 16 points and Murph got 15. Wow. So, there you go. And Fantasy League, very quickly, just top five, please, Nigel. And if it's not top five, I'll push mute. I don't know how to do fantasy. I thought Sean did fantasy. Sean, you got fantasy? Uh, I can do, yeah. Go on, you top five. the one winning it, so go on. Real Sociedad, Mark Kerslake is first with 846. Second is Will Clark with 833. And third is Keith McAdden with 827. Nice one. Thank you, guys. Sorry, Adam Darlington, you were fourth, but, you know, and Matt Floyd was fifth. All that leaves for us is 
the predictions for Newcastle away on Saturday, the 1st of December, 3 o'clock kickoff at St. James's Park. Nigel. Magpies. Your prediction first, please. I've got 696 points in Super League, whatever it's called. Um, predictions. You know, a bit of me thinks we'll lose. Newcastle away is not a nappy hunting ground. I'll go a draw, one all. Bearing in mind, I've got four nil right. John? Uh, I, I just, we don't historically do well there. And uh, teams that are struggling love a West Ham coming to them. So I reckon we'll lose one nil. Sean? Well, obviously, I'll go for one nil win. If he's gone for one nil <laughs> loss and he's gone for a draw, I'll go for one nil win. I'm going to go for a 2 1 win. Ooh. Andy Cowell to come on and score a winning header against the Tsunami. It's not on the Super 6, is it? By the way, John, do your Super 6. There's a Super 6 in the midweek. Okay, thanks, Sean. That is it for Mordor's podcast this week. Yay! For once, we're within our allotted time limit. Yay! Thank you for listening. My name's George. John has been... Going to the games. Sean has been... Napoleon III. And Nigel has been... Imbecile. Thanks for listening. Come on, you irons. Bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 